Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Medium Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast where we talk about everything, love, loss, life and the afterlife. And today I want to start talking about signs, but I'm going to start right at the very beginning. And I would like to talk about why can't you see a sign? This is for you people out there who are not seeing signs and are starting to think that your spirit folk don't love you, etc., etc. Okay, so... So first and foremost, I just want to point out to you that your grief will block back your signs, okay? Now, you may have noticed that um, if you've been on my website and you've looked at my uh, reading booking page, that I tell people to wait four months before they get a reading, four months after the passing. And there's a very good reason that I say that. The reason being is for the first four months after any death from what I can figure, well, from the large majority of deaths, particularly if there is shock, particularly if they're unexpected, even if it's like, or if it's someone very close to us, we are so numb and so much in shock for the first, particularly for the first month, particularly for the first two months. But um, generally, I find that after about four months, people are starting to settle a little bit and they actually start to um, accept that their person may not be coming back. And they start to understand and accept the death as they should, usually around four months. Some people take longer and live in denial for a lot longer. But what I'm trying to get past when I say the four months is I want to get past the denial stage. I want to get past the stage where people are saying, I can't believe it. I don't think they're gone. I think there's been a mistake. I refuse to accept this. I refuse to accept the way they've passed. And this stage is so confusing in the denial shock angry stage and for mediums it's not a really great place to try and connect to spirit because when I do a reading for instance I have to have me on a great level and if I'm not on a great level I'm going to do bad readings the spirit's always on a great level they're amazing they're, they're freaking amazing um, and I also need the client on a great level now I don't expect the client to be on a really high vibrational level but Sometimes if the grief is too heavy, they can be on such a low vibrational level that they actually break the link. So I want to explain that to you guys so you understand this just a little bit better. The link that I'm talking about is I link, the spirit is linked to you and I link to you and it's like a triangle and the spirit links to me. If one link is partially broken or one link is very weak, the reading becomes disjointed and fuzzy. And 99% of the time, it's nothing to do with the spirit or the medium. It's all to do with the client. And this is also the reason that you may not be receiving any signs, okay? Because you've you've got to get used to this this, this new state of mind. And a lot of people contact me and they say, my person's been gone one month and I haven't had one dream, okay? couple of things I want you to take into consideration. Number one, were you a dreamer anyway? Some people are just not dreamers. Um, some people only dream sometimes. So if you weren't a dreamer anyway, then you might want to take that expectation off the table. And don't be upset if other people get dreams of your spirit people. It just means that they're either not... Um, see, what happens sometimes is that some people are really receptive in their dream state 
and some people are not. So uh, how do I put this? Okay, so when you're in really, really deep grief, sometimes even when you're sleeping, you are still grieving badly. Your soul is still, you know, mourning even when you're sleeping. Whereas other people, when they sleep, they get a little bit of a rest. You know, they get a little bit of a rest from the hard grief. And because they're able to just relax for a bit or their soul relaxes a little bit, then, then, their, soul, then their soul becomes open to spirit communication through the dream state. But at some of you guys, you're so much in pain there, man, that you just, you can't open up to the dream state because your soul is so deeply touched. And it doesn't mean that the other people's souls aren't deeply touched. It just means that their soul relaxes a little when they're sleeping, you know. So just as long as you understand that. Now, that's not a given either. That's not always a given. Because I know people who have had been absolutely destroyed by their person passing away and have dreams every single night. So it's not a given, but it may be a reason you're not getting a dream. It could be a possibility that your grief is just a wee bit too heavy right now and also that you may not be a dreamer. Now, they will send signs in other ways, but again, up until, the, up until you accept the passing or up until you are starting to feel a little bit you know, normal again, up until then, um, you, you, you might miss the signs simply because even your, you know, your waking hours are filled with this intense pain of just losing someone. So it's not that your spirit world doesn't want to connect to you. It just means your grief's a little bit heavy at the moment. Okay. So how can you, um, make that? So what I would suggest if you are newly bereaved, and you are desperate to get some type of sign, number one, start to think about um, going to show, if you are into the medium aspect, I mean, start going to shows and things and start to see how the process of mediumship works. That's a great idea. And it'll also lift you up seeing people get read and you may even get read yourself. <clears throat> it may be a little type of shaky because it just happened, but you may get read yourself and that will be very healing indeed. So start doing that, get yourself prepared. Now I also suggest too, um, you know, if, if it's been four months and you still haven't had a sign, it may be time to get moving. And I know I say this a lot and I think people say, oh God, she's always harping on about moving. But I, I, th there's a reason I'm harping on about moving. And the reason is, is because grief can become like a great big old ball of, of energy inside of you. And and, and, and if you're just laying around watching TV or laying in bed because you're highly depressed because of this passing, and if you're just letting it all sit there, this ball just becomes bigger and bigger and, and it almost becomes like a physical thing inside of you. So if you can just start moving in any way, it would be really, really good for you. If you are um, physically handicapped in any way, I would suggest massage. I would suggest uh, um, um, any, um, anything, Reiki, mass and anything to get this, this moving. Anything to make you feel better. Um, uh, for, the, for, for you fit and healthy people, get out there, get a boxing bag. For God's sake, if you can do boxing, you do boxing. You, 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 you kick the shit out of that bag. You punch the crap out of that bag and you get it all out, man, because that's yeah. – me personally, in an ideal world, I think that everybody who grieves should have a boxing bag, but I understand that not everybody is um, physically um, able to do the boxing. But I do totally suggest that um, as quickly as possible. Um, also, um, also um, when you're grieving, you need a little bit of a time alone as well um, to 
to ex- to really accept this. Now, I want to, I want to tell you about a little practice that I always do, and I've been doing it lately with my mother-in-law because um, she's my latest grief. She just left in November, so we're just still thinking about her quite a lot, and I'm missing her like crazy. But what I do is I picture them in their house or wherever they lived. And I, in my mind, I just go and talk to them. I know I'm a medium and you think, oh, you should be able to talk to them anyway. Not quite. Because I love this woman and her passing has hurt me deeply. Um, So I can't just go and talk to them. I know she's there. But I just, this is what I want you guys to do. It's just, if you can just five minutes a day, I'll call them to you. Spend five minutes a day not thinking about them being dead. Not thinking about anything. But how your relationship was beforehand. Just pretend in your mind, close your eyes nice and quiet, sitting down and having a cup of tea with them or having a vodka and orange or whatever it is that you guys did together and just sit there and just just relive those beautiful moments that you've had. Relive them. And the sooner you can start this, the sooner you can start reliving these moments, the sooner you're going to... Um, and I know this is weird, but the sooner you go in and accept that they are now in a different place, but just relive these moments because one of the things about the hard grief is, is that we're focusing so hard on the fact that they've gone and that they're actually dead um, that, that for a while we forget that they lived. So if, if just for five minutes a day you can just close your eyes, get away from all the other kids or everybody in the house and go to a nice place that you like that gives you a bit of peace inside, and remember they lived, remember a conversation you had. You know, you might even find yourself, you know, giggling a little bit. But what happens here? What am I telling you to do this for? Because by sharing your memories just quietly, you're actually sharing them with your spirit. And you are opening communication there, okay? So you sit down quietly and you think, oh, that's like my mother-in-law, her name's Sue. So what I do is I sit down and I can see Sue in her house and we're watching Law and Order because we used to like to do that together. And we're watching Law and Order and she's eating some candy because she loved candy even though she shouldn't. And and we're having a chat about the show and this and I, and I used to drink back then with Sue. I don't drink anymore but when Sue saw me last I was a drinker and I'll be having my beer and she'll be having a wine and for this little time again in my mind, we are together. We are together again. And I know I just linked with my, my beautiful mother-in-law again. And if you can just sit there just quietly now and just link with your person, you know what? And remember they lived. Smile at the little things you shared. And if you find your mind going back to the fact that they're gone, just remember one little thing. You are a spirit having a human experience. I'll say it again. You are a human having a, you are a spirit having a human experience. Your spirit is a spirit having a spirit experience, which means basically you're the same. So the sooner that you can say, go back into those little memories and remember them like they're still there. And you are starting to link with them. You are starting to say, okay, physically you're not here, but spiritually you can't get away from me, ma'am. You can't get away from me, mister. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to let them know that you are open for communication. You're ready. 
and just do these little meditations daily. You know, stay five minutes, stay 10, stay 20. Now, I don't often spruik myself on my podcast. I'm going to spruik something though. I do have a beautiful, it's a CD, so it's a little bit out of fashion, but I do have a CD that can help you get to that state. And it's called Heaven's Gate is what I call the CD. It's on my podcast, where you found my podcast or where, where my um, link tree is. Go and have a look. You can find that and it will help you a little bit. If not, you don't need it. You really, you, honestly, you don't need the CD. You, you don't. One of these days I might do the meditation on this podcast so you can all use it whenever you want. See, I'm going to do that one day. I might do that soon. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. I'll have to think about that one. But one of the things you've got to do is if you're in the fourth, fourth, first four months and you're not receiving any signs is you've got to enable, if you like, the spirit connection that you have. You see, you and your person have been connected spiritually for a long time. Now, I'm going to explain that to you a little bit. Now, I probably say this a lot throughout my podcast, but that's okay. The more I say it, the more you're going to understand it. But we are, as I said, spirits having a human experience, which means there's approximately, and this is just a number, 80% of us, 80% 80 of our spirit is encased in our body. 20% of our spirit is in the afterlife still still in the afterlife or on the other side or beyond the veil, if you like, and we've, we're connected there. Now, that 20% is connected to all of our soul group members, whoever they may be. So if one of your soul group members has just left and they are now 100%, don't forget that they're still connected to that 20%, okay, of you. And that 20% is what I'm asking you to activate and encouraging the communication with your spirit. They're ready and waiting. Don't you worry about that. But you've got to open that and you've got to remember that you are a spirit first, a human being second, okay? They are now 100% spirit. Now, I'm really quickly going to... Now, if you are wondering about what happens if they reincarnate beforehand, do not worry about that at this point. You are only four months in. You are only a couple of years in. But I will briefly say, I don't think that we reincarnate before our soul group's ready, okay? I think that we wait for the soul group to be ready. So don't ever worry about that stuff. And even so, that 20% you have, if they should reincarnate, right? If they should, that 20% will be there for them as well while you are 100% spirit. Now, I don't... If you want more on that, please go back to the reincarnation podcast because I don't want to talk about that now. I want to talk about you connecting that 20% of spirit that you have to that 100% spirit they have. And as I said, the best way to do that is to sit quietly. Now, don't forget that they will send other signs as well, but you've just, so I'll just give you a quick rundown of those. Look for their names. Um, if you start to see their names pop up everywhere, that's them bringing your attention to it, okay? So you'll be driving along and just say the name is Sue and all of a sudden you see Susan Street, right? They're bringing your attention to it. They're bringing your attention to it. So just so long as you understand that, okay? Um, they will also start to send animals. There's so many signs. We'll talk about them as we go. But for now, for the first four months... What you need to do is understand that you are in deep grief and this is why you may not be seeing signs, okay? And this is why you may be hurting so much. But if you can just take five to ten minutes a day 
to sit quietly and remember all the beautiful things you and that person shared. Now, if you find yourself coming across something that you might have regret, like you had an argument or something, get rid of it. They're not thinking of that stuff. They don't care about that stuff anymore. All they care about is you healing. That's all they care about. They don't care about who got what money. They don't care about any other thing except you and the people they love healing from their, from their heartache. That's all they care about. They just want you to get moving and have a lovely life. That's all they want, okay? So I'm going to leave that with you today. But if you aren't seeing signs in the first four months, don't worry. It'll happen. But if you can and you can bring yourself to do it, start, start rebuilding that connection you have by sitting there and having that beautiful, that beautiful time that you remember, okay? And you take care today and I will be back soon with another podcast. She talks to angles. Oops, angels. <laughs> You'll come back now. <laughs>